With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wide open in the corner. Cycli dribbling the basketball. Dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. And oh, he loses it out of bounds. <laughs> uh, wow, Grant Long looking back and saying, uh, what happened there? The ball must have gone into the Bermuda Triangle. We uh, <laughs> welcome you back to the show here, and we welcome to the program uh, the great one himself, Mr. Grant Long. Always a pleasure to have him on the show talking baskets or anything else for that matter. Grant, how are you, my friend? Man, I thought that was the original call. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gassed up for a minute. I thought it was Ronnie. <laughs> It was Sparrow in a cycle, and that's kind of where it ended. <laughs> it's a non-reviewable play. Now, why would that be? Why couldn't you challenge that and say, hey, this guy should be out? Because yeah, it, it would have been an automatic out. You were hit outside the batter's box with a ball that was in fair territory. That's uh, his runner's interference. And you run! Yeah. Couldn't look at it again. Did they explain why it was unreviewable? I'm telling you, uh, the instant replay review regulations and, and the rules uh, behind it, are more difficult to understand than the, the most complex of immigration laws. <laughs> they really are. I mean, as in the wet foot, dry foot thing. What was the guy thinking? The guy's got a toe in the water, and they're going to send him back to Cuba? Get out of here. They welcomed Diana Nyad. She was still in the water. She had that jellyfish on her head. Exactly. Though, I mean, uh, Try to get rid of her with jellyfish everywhere. <laughs> feel sympathy for her. The only one that won championship, is that right? Philadelphia 76ers with those great teams they yes. had? How, how is that possible? Well, because that was a crazy uh, time in freaking basketball. Yeah, yeah, the Lakers, Celtics, they were both great. I'm up. Mo Cheeks and Tony out of the corner, man. I mean, they, they had plenty of supporting players there for the doctor and Moses Malone. Biggest Schwitzer, history of the NBA. Was it Moses or Patrick Ewing? Moses, Ewing, and Jordan are my top three. Jordan didn't quite, I mean, he schwitzed a lot, but uh, I, I don't think it was anything like these two guys. <laughs> Moses Malone was dripping wet when he came off the bus. And, uh, Patrick Ewing. <laughs> You thought he had sprung a leak. All right. I know. I'm a big schmitzer. If I sat down uh, during a basketball game, like on the sideline or something, uh, there was uh, literally a lake underneath my shorts, just dripping wet. The time. Wake up with Defoe, joined by Luby. Welcome to the Defoe Show. Friday, 
Jersey Kyle Martinez with the Degenerate Stimulus Package Horse of the Week, my friends. Let's go to race number nine. That's been our lucky number last week. Let's hope it is again this week. My Destiny. And uh, Deal Volkswagen is My Destiny yes, coming up next destination week. destination of choice. Yeah, to get that new Jetta. But tomorrow, number four horse, My Destiny, trained by David Fox, trying the grass. My Destiny should just sit right off the pace and open up a few in the stretch. Number four in the ninth race at Gulfstream on the weeds. My Destiny. That's my pick for this week. Turn it on to the top of the stretch. Leads, but My Destiny comes to call on the outside. Into the clear comes Beauty Queen. Calypso Queen floats out. Choose to be happy. That seals her fate with an eighth of a mile to go. My Destiny has the lead and starts to edge clear. Turn it on is there. Second, Choose to be happy. Trying to squander a slice. Then Beauty Boss. Final sixteenth of a mile and My Destiny has it won. My Destiny and Edwin Gonzalez will win it. For the New York Jets, never mind picking horses. Morning, everybody. Great day to be with you here in 940 Wins, 1230 The Zone, around the world on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Jeff DeForest. We have one Mike Luby Lubitz, and the man is on fire. Jersey Kyle Martinez going for the twin triple here on the show today, the twin triple, the twin trifecta. Going for his third consecutive Derby winner given out on a show. 2019 Country House, 134 and change. 2020, a kind of uh, bizarre year nonetheless with the Derby run out of sequence. He comes up with Authentic. And Authentic pays a very hefty, very, very generous 1860 in the winner's circle. So you're averaging, uh, what would that be, One, about $75 a winner over the last two years. Pretty good. And then on top of that, my Destiny is your second consecutive winning Degenerate Stimulus Package Horse of the Week. And I love the fact, and you really are picking up the business, Jersey Kyle. How are you, my friend? Because uh, you threw in a plug even in the given the selection there for Deal Volkswagen, which I, I greatly admire the technique <laughs> on that. I mean, if, if it isn't catered, it's not journalism. If it isn't sponsored, we're not talking about it. How are you, Jersey Kyle? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm glad to uh, be out here at beautiful Gulfstream Park like we are every Friday. And... A little drizzle this morning on the way in, but uh, horses on the track, and they're working out. Looks like it's clearing up pretty well, and, uh, of course, it's going to be a great day out here tomorrow with the Kentucky Derby. It's a deal Volkswagen Degenerate Friday. Mike Luby Lubitz, should we just cut to the chase right away and take care of all of our draft coverage so we can zero in on more important things like the 20-horse field and the robust betting opportunities that are available to virtually everybody tomorrow? And what's better than having a giant pool worldwide full of... Sucker money. There's nothing better. And I don't know that any money is sucker money when it comes to this year's Derby. I'm not sure that this isn't among the most wide open of Derbies. Are we ignoring the obvious? Essential quality, undefeated, has been installed as a two-to-one post-time or morning line favorite. I don't know what it's going to be at post-time, but supposedly, and we had Lafitte Pink Eye on the show yesterday, the great Lafitte Pink Eye, and he said that Mattress Mac, Mattress Mac of Run Happy fame? yes who is a very generous guy and obviously has been inclined to make wagers that make headlines. Uh, it'll be like the second, third story in the news. Uh, Mattress Mac has put $200 million on the Houston Astros <laughs> to win game one of the World Series. He's making uh, outrageous wagers, but uh, supposedly he is plunging like $2 million 
on essential quality. Is essential quality a run happy? Can't possibly be, can it? Uh, what's the breeding on essential quality? No, that's uh, Tappet and Pulpit. I mean, that's... Oh, Tappet, of course, was the key uh, to many of your derby selections over the last few years. The horse uh, started uh, his career at uh, Churchill Downs where he broke his maiden, and now he's coming back home again. He's been all over the place. He's been at Keeneland. He's been at Oaklawn Park, winning in the slop, and then winning the bluegrass in Kentucky, getting up by a neck. <laughs> By a neck, my friend. So, yeah, I mean, listen, there's uh, a lot of things going on in this race. I think I think it's wide open, like you said. I think anybody can win it. I mean, there's some crazy stuff going on here. There's some horses that are coming, getting better, you know, have only run a few times. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Luby's hunch play horse is helium. He's been accused of being on helium. Why would you think I wanted to bet helium? Why would I bet helium? I mean, I shouldn't have bet helium. <laughs> is that your hunch play, Luby? Helium uh, in the Kentucky yes, Derby? Yes, definitely. Helium. I'm all over helium. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get to this because uh, naturally uh, everybody uh, on uh, all sports talk shows is probably going to be criticizing and analyzing and trying to figure out uh, who won, who lost in the National Football League draft. Uh, I was of the impression that the Dolphins at number six could not miss. They were going to get somebody that everybody at least thought very highly of, and they get this Jalen Waddle out of Alabama, and the guy looks like uh, Tyreek Hill type, a game-breaker. Uh, he can also return kicks and punts and uh, is capable of breaking a game open at any time, only 5 feet 10. Devontae Smith was available. He dropped down to number 10. The Dolphins chose this guy at 6. Let me put it to you this way, Luby. Did the Dolphins make a mistake? They did get an extra overall. They got an extra first-round pick out of the deal and maybe a couple of other uh, minor considerations, like, ah, you know what, we got a conditional 6 there in 2027. But in taking Jalen Waddle, was that the guy uh, that you thought they should have targeted, or would they have not been better off, Mike Luby Lubitz, taking what everybody thinks is a certain, just a surefire Hall of Famer, and Kyle Pitts if they had just stayed in that spot at number three? What do you think? Your synopsis on the draft, and then Jalen Phillips out of the University of Miami goes in that 18th spot, and I didn't hear that uh, too widely discussed. I, I hardly, I don't think I ever heard Jalen Phillips linked to the Miami Dolphins, so what do you think, Mike Luby Lubitz? Uh, here is your draft <laughs> expert, Mike Luby Lubitz. What do you think about the Dolphins' two plays in the draft in the first round yesterday? Uh, I like that they got the extra pick to still get one of the top, I guess, four offensive weapons in the draft. But being that that first trade, they got two first-round picks when they went to 12. They, in essence, traded up to six to get Jalen Waddle, which sort of bothered me. He's sort of a one-trick pony. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is a comparison, but Tyreek Hill wasn't a first-round pick. Like, when you're drafting a guy in the top six, he's got to be sure of fire. There's a lot of pressure on that guy, and Jalen Waddle is not that. Like, he is not a number one. The Dolphins still don't have a number one offensive weapon. So you traded a first-round pick for a guy that has quicks, but like you just said, he's 5'10". He doesn't have the size. I don't like the pick. I At six, there were three guys I wanted because you want to get a surefire guy. I wanted Pitts, Chase, or Sewell. And when they went Waddle, it was like, okay, they're reaching. And when this team has reached on guys, it hasn't worked out. Phillips at 18 was a good move. Phillips was, after Micah Parsons, a lot considered the second best defensive player in the draft. To get him at 18, it is a position to need, and he's a monster. Like, on the field last year, he was great for the Canes, and then his workouts were great. So I like that pick, and I think they'll do well in the second round. I just The Waddle pick sort of scares me because when this team reaches on guys, it hasn't worked out in the past. There you have it, my friends, as Gordon Sully would say. There you have it. There you have it. Mike Luby Lubitz. With it, his... it wouldn't be a draft if somebody wasn't uh, bitterly disappointed. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, 
Of course, your Jets uh, were in there at number two, and they took what they think is going to be the next Joe Willie, which uh, I'm not sure I'm seeing that in Zach Wilson because uh, as you were watching the highlights of his career in college at BYU, he, he really was beating up sparring partners in the gym. That was one of those, uh, you know, make sure the champ uh, takes care of this guy. And they tell the guy before, you know, they're going to pay him $50 to go in there and take a beating for three rounds. And he said, don't hit him. Whatever you do, don't, don't even swing at the champ. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He, there was, uh, you know, that was BYU last year. I mean, they were beating up on schools that uh, weren't even qualified to be in Division One. So uh, what that says about this quarterback's ability to come in there and make something happen right away is uh, very, very interesting, and yet he's going to have to do that because uh, hey, we ain't got nowhere else to go. It's Zach Mayo time for the Jets at the quarterback position. Yeah, and, you know, the New York Jets, I think, have just now put another uh, sacrificial guy back there at the quarterback spot. If he plays this year, I mean, I don't know what the plan is, if they're going to just throw him right in the fire. No, he's playing. But no, he's playing. Well, if, he's pl- if he's playing, then he's going to be running, and running the other way because uh, the Jets, I don't know if they did anything to – firm up that line he and, did uh, actually he, it's interesting you say that mr jersey kyle that is the most peculiar move in the nine it's not trey lance at three because we thought he could go at three it's the new york jets trading up from 23 to 14 to get a guard out of usc very guy's a monster Louie, a monster well they need something because um I, our boy sam last year was getting clobbered back there i mean they didn't give him a second and you know, like I said, if they don't firm that up, this guy's going to be the same thing, face down. So we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, I don't know that uh, I thought that Sam should go, but uh, let's see. Where do you end up, Louie, Carolina or something? Is that yes, where yes, we're sir. He's Sam, with the Carolina Sam Panthers. Darnold. Yeah, watch oh, this. he's going to be brilliant. No, he's going right oh, to sure. the Hall of Fame. He's going to be yeah, like a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah, he's got a made in the shade right now. Uh, Piscataway Ray. No less of a Jets critic than Piscataway Ray had this to say. Jets get another girl with sensitive feelings. <laughs> oh, my God. And USC Coddledome. And USC Coddledome. He identifies as a human andronomist. Can't we all get along? That's his comment on the draft. Very there. nice. Not right. exactly like Steve Serby uh, commenting on the draft. Piscataway Ray, very bitter uh, Jets fan. Uh, Giants fans were the most stunned. No, what was that, uh, Mike Luby Lubitz? Giants fans as they take the receiver from the University of Florida that nobody ever heard of uh, because everybody was zeroing in on Kyle Pitts, uh, and uh, they were in desperate need. Now, they ended up trading down from the number 11 pick, and it seemed like the Chicago Bears, could that be it? Do we label that? The steal of the draft. Thank you very much. Was that it? Justin Fields, if he turns out to be what uh, he appeared to be as a collegian. And all of a sudden, they had labeled him as any kind of bust. I mean, uh, he was afflicted with everything. <laughs> he uh, started writing that he had epilepsy, he had bubonic plague, uh, he had all kinds of problems, herpes. I, I don't even know. They, they labeled him with every <laughs> no disease. No one ever said a bad thing about this guy until like two days before the draft. <laughs> was that the Bears putting all that stuff out there? Maybe. The Bears? Look, and, that's, and we uh, talked about it. They had a clever move. And I talked, I, it seemed like a clever move. I talked to you about this off the air when it came to Mac Jones when I was chastising the Niners. You hated Mac Jones. Followed my lead, 
and did not go Mac Jones at three. They went with a guy that had actual upside, and they already have Jimmy G, so that's a great move, in my opinion at least, by by the Niners, to trade up to get it. He wouldn't have been there at 12, and he, he probably wouldn't have been there from eight to 10, so that was smart, so good job by them. Uh, Justin Fields is a guy that we, we've seen this in the draft. The quarterback that actually falls, like look at Aaron Rodgers. Who knows what Aaron Rodgers is if he's on the freaking Cardinals or if he's on the Rams, you know? Like, he falls to the perfect situation. Justin Fields now falls to a team that's a playoff team. Like, literally, the Bears were in the playoffs last year. They have talent everywhere. They just needed a quarterback. Now you put Justin Fields into a team that's loaded and a guy that was maligned, because I still don't understand why they were criticizing him, is in the perfect situation. And out of all the quarterbacks, he's in the best situation to succeed. And probably Trevor Lawrence uh, is in a pretty good spot also. Well, well the Jags, think, uh, I mean... Yeah. How come it took him 10 minutes to pick Trevor Lawrence? I love that. <laughs> Was that a prearranged uh, deal with the television network so they could exactly. play all of these features and have a lot of people speculate? <laughs> By the way, I, I ended up watching uh, the ESPN coverage Yep. because uh, a draft is not a draft without Mel Kuyper. ESPN. <laughs> you got to have Kuyper. <laughs> Kuyper. I mean, I turned on ABC. I figured they're going to have Mel on a big network there, but they had McShay. Oh. And he was coming off the uh, injured reserve list because he had COVID last year and couldn't participate in the NFL draft when they did that whole virtual thing. Uh, they had people slobbering all over each other in Cleveland. I guess this whole pandemic is over. It's right? gone. It'll be according to the National Football League. While uh, Goodell is up there saying, well, you know what? You really got to be careful and wear a mask. Guys are spitting in each other's faces there. <laughs> Jet fans attacking giant fans, bear fans cursing and screaming. Uh, nice. 50,000 people slobbering all over each other. But uh, I I'm amazed that, that uh, these guys didn't end up coming to blows or uh, just passing out. Uh, Lewis Riddick and Booger uh, McBooger. Booger McBooger. They were going crazy. Did they like give them a double dose of methamphetamine before they went on the air? <laughs> Nobody can talk that fast. Not even you, Luby. Not even you could talk that fast uh, about the draft and the possibilities there. Wow. Uh, this Lewis Riddick was out of his mind, and that's why uh, I thought... I don't want to say, uh, you know, the coverage there on Monday Night Football blows because this guy's too technical, but why not just put Jessica Mendoza up there I like to Riddick. analyze the draft? I don't mind Riddick. That what, was nuts. What I do find is funny is, and because now working with you for this long, I look for the cliche and yeah. I look for the high hypocrisy. My, my favorite is, at five, the Bengals are drafting and they all are in unison. The Bengals need yes. a lineman. They have to get a lineman. You have Panay Sewell, who is... Up there with the Ogdens and Tony Baselli's. The only problem is he didn't play last year. But if he had played, he would have been right there. Burrow was on his ass. Burrow almost died. They had to stretch him, and he saw the light. But they have to get a lineman. Have to, have to. And then they could take Chase. And they're like, what a great pick. What a great pick <laughs> with Jamar Chase. I'm like, you guys just like 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they said if they don't uh, do something, uh, you know, they, they showed, like, Burrow being carried off the exactly. field on a stretcher, <laughs> grabbing his leg, screaming, my leg, my leg. <laughs> the poor is blocking as if he was David Carr yeah. being taken <laughs> by Houston many years ago where he only had, he actually only had two linemen in front of him. And it looked like a touch football game that you would have in the streets nice. in Edison, New Jersey. And, uh, yeah, that, that was great. They, they did a bunch of those El Switcheroos uh, in uh, midstream. As uh, well, now the pick is in, and it was the direct opposite of whatever it was that they were talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's a stroke of genius there, I tell you what. And they must have told Kuiper to uh, clam up because they didn't want to make uh, Booger and uh, Lewis Riddick look bad. Because Riddick's like a real cerebral type. Uh, Booger yes. is just babbling away there. He's Booger McBooger. Yeah. Booger McBooger is just a babbling brook. <laughs> Seems like a nice enough guy. He took the demotion very well, but uh, geez, Booger, I mean, just 
Just stuff it. <laughs> Shut up. Everything in the NFL is not that fascinating. It just we don't know how these guys are going to play. Nobody knows how anybody really did, and uh, we'll see how it all plays out. But uh, the Dolphin fans seemed happy with yes. Jalen Waddle. We've been waiting for a playmaker for a long, long time, my yes. friend. You never know what source it's going to come from, but it isn't coming from anybody off the current roster, unless uh, somehow Devontae Parker uh, puts it all together one year. And uh, maybe, you know, you felt like uh, you had a big wide receiver in Devontae Parker, so uh, you get this guy on the other side, the Tyreek Hill type, and uh, let's just hope it works out. And I would think the Dolphins could dig up an offensive lineman or two in the subsequent rounds of the draft. So um, I, I wasn't too upset. I, I wasn't uh, even thinking for a second that they were taking Jalen Phillips, and I uh, am surprised, actually. I mean, what were there, 16 Alabama players taken in the first round? There's five. Is that the deal? <laughs> there was five. I think the, half of the first round was the Alabama. They, they just took the roster and, like, assigned it to different teams. <laughs> Very nice. Is that the most glorified system of choosing up signs? I remember yes. you used to come to the park and, uh, you know, you would show up. Uh, what, what kind of car did you drive as a kid uh, when you were stealing your father's car? What was that? My, my first car actually was a Mustang, uh, you know, used Mustang that I picked up for $300. You know. Very nice. Did it run? Yeah, it ran. <laughs> Did it run? <laughs> I, I, bought a, I bought a used Mustang for $700 was my first uh, car that I owned myself, uh, and it ran for about two days. Oh, yeah? I, I should have noticed uh, when uh, the uh, brake pedal was a wooden block. There was something yeah, that's, wrong a, with that's the car. a sign. That's always a sign. Or, or had like a bike pedal instead of the gas pedal. I had a '62 Buick Wildcat that I had for like two or three years that had no reverse. So when you wanted to back out of a spot, you literally had to put your foot out the door. Yeah. And push it backwards <laughs> to get out of the parking spot. That was bit no reverse, and I never went to the tranny. It ran fine and dry, but it just didn't as long reverse. as you're going forward, oh, you're yeah. okay. You were good. God yeah. forbid you should have to back up no. and let some cop go by. That's why you always kept a friend with you, so you. Tell me to get out and push, you know. But when you showed up in this Mustang at the parks there in Edison, uh, what wasn't it uh, just a simple deal? You didn't have to go through all of this rigmarole of, uh, well, with the 13th pick, the so-and-so pick. It was like, I got Martinez. Yeah, no, it was pretty easy. And it's like, uh, what, Martinez? Then I get the next two picks. That nah, wasn't that good. Did you have that kind of stature? No, Were I you like a no. premium uh, draft pick? No. That, you no. showed up at the park? No, I was a Guys block. would deliberately miss their free throws so they could be on your team? I was registered as a chucker. Well, yeah, you do it very well. I mean, uh, you got high praise from Marty the Party Sacks. Uh, I was out playing a little tennis with Marty the Party, and he was talking about basketball, and he said, uh, yeah, Jersey schlepped out here a couple of times. I came out there. What did they do? They ran you off the court? What happened? No, no, no. I went out there one day and played with them. It's, it's kind of a different kind of league. You know, it's almost like uh, miniature basketball instead of yes full court basketball. You know, they, I, I like the 30-foot full court. That's about, <laughs> that's about what it is. I mean, you can get one a step. You're over half court. You can start shooting. You get a rebound and you can shoot the <laughs> other way. I mean, it's crazy. But yeah, no, they got a they got a good group out there, and Marty seems to like it. I go by with my uh, you know my walk of life. Old Jews or uh, is it uh, mostly Marty's in shape? I mean, you wouldn't know he was sixty seven. What? <laughs> what did you just say? Old Jews, old Jewish league. No, right? no, no. I, I was no. in one of those. No, I used to love playing in the old it's, Jewish, it's a Jewish league. league. It's yeah. mixed. It's a mixed league. You have Catholics <laughs> and Jews playing together, enjoying each other's Harmony, company. Can look you at imagine? That. What a nice You'd hear world. things like, uh, you're a moil. Cut to the basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbi. Rabbi yeah, that's Solomon. What you hear out here. <laughs> 
Choosing up sides was a lot simpler back then, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you would put one finger out or two. Whoever got the first pick, the other guy got the next two. It wasn't like uh, this uh, big science. If any of you guys that play in that Lauderdale-by-the-Sea Saturday morning game are listening this morning, please don't take his comments serious. He knows it's good basketball, guys. Don't. It's horrible basketball. <laughs> Judging by uh, what we did on the tennis court yesterday, I mean, this is marginal at best. No, these guys aren't <laughs> bad. I mean, they move up and down the court. It's not like they're just standing there. They only open. have to walk two steps to get to the other basket. That's true, but at least they're moving. I mean, you know, they're not dead. No, this is a thing, too, and we've learned this if we've learned anything. You turn me on to this, which I'm very thankful for you for doing it because you were doing those bizarre long walks. I don't know. Were you having massive anxiety attacks? What propelled you to start walking seven miles? At you, you were slaughtering all of the women there in Lauderdale by the Sea. Did you have to stay in shape for that reason, or were they fat-shaming you into uh, you know getting this exercise <laughs> regimen going, which uh, you did fine with? And look, you ended up in a good spot. Yeah, what spot is that? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You ended up with the Jets. No, I went with That's true. That's true. I did end up in a good spot. But, no, I mean, you got to just start moving. You know, you you look around and. Uh, That's the key. Just uh, keep moving. Just move. Do anything. Walk. Yeah. Go play. Stick and move. Yeah, Stick and move. And, look I mean, at you. I mean, you took off a couple tons. You look good. Uh, you know, it's good. Yeah, no, it, uh, it helps a lot. Uh, I'm not running out of gas when I'm out there. I see other guys are uh, huffing and puffing on the tennis court, and uh, I'm fine. That's, uh, but you got me going with the uh, walk of life, which was uh, a really good thing, and uh, everybody should get out there and start walking, no? Yeah, now we got to start running, though. we got to get off of this page. It's of Jerry the... Lewis time. Look we, at us. We're walking, man. we got, we got to start running for the roses, my friend, because we got to get into this Kentucky Well, and, and we're going to do it, and we're going to be all over with Kate and Bradar later on. Of course, uh, you have your analysis. You're two for two. And do you feel at all comfortable? Because it seems to me you just randomly came up with this horse at the last second here. No, I mean, listen, I've been looking at this race. I've been For looking- how long? I don't know. Well, couple- you've been looking at all the three-year-olds anyway, and you have pretty good retention when it comes to what horse did what where. So yeah, I it's mean, not we, like you're going in on the blind when you start opening up a racing form like I am. We had some early picks in some key races. Tampa Bay Derby, I liked the horse, didn't end up panning out, ran second that day. Um, you know, looked at the Oakland Park Derby. I, I've looked at a lot of the races, a lot of the, you know, the, the top uh, top races that feed where you get the points to get into the Derby. Yeah. And I think I got something. I'm going to, I mean, you know, you know me. I'm not going to go for any chalk. I got to go, you know, 10, 10 to 1, 20 to 1. I'm looking in that area, and I think I got something. We need bombs, that's for sure. All right, uh, we're going to have a lot of things coming up here on the program. The Gambling Gourmet in the 9 o'clock hour. Mike Mayo, you know he's going to be into the Derby. Sure. And, of course, uh, can address the uh, draft and all other issues in sports. The professor, also a big draft expert and Australian rules football handicapper, Len Robbins from the New York Extra, Kate and Bradart, TVG. Always brilliant when she comes on the show with her race analysis. We're out here live at Gulfstream Park. We're trackside. A deal Volkswagen Degenerate Friday is just getting underway. I'm Jeff DeForest. We have Mike Luby Lubitz, Jersey Kyle Martinez. The man is on fire. And we'll be back with more in a moment on 940 Wins, 1230 The Zone, and around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Now that. The time. Pretty cogent draft analysis by Luby. It's 629.
more to come here on the show. Still have that trivia thing out there with the Doc Reno uh, package. Well, I, I shouldn't have put it that uh, way. Doc Reno ticket package. Ticket package. <laughs> He's a happily married man, so his wife has Let me dibs honest. on his package. Package? Start your day with a cup of Defoe. Welcome back to The Defoe Show. Trackside here at Gulfstream Park couldn't be any more spectacular as uh, we have our draft analysis. And we're going to get deeper into it. Uh, you ran into a cat. And uh, I don't know. Where were you? Were you at a racetrack at the time? No, no. I was actually out at the bar last night uh, sitting outside at Vinny's, Lauderdale-by-the-Sea. You know the spot. Right next to the Even Keel. Very nice place, yeah. Right next to one of our favorite spots there, the Even Keel Fish Shack. Yeah. And, uh, and a good crowd there last night, man. The corner was packed there, commercial. Bang, bang, shrimp, top-notch. Gambling Gourmet. I'll be talking more about that. But... Uh, who is this guy? Whispers Williams. Whispers Williams. You say you're going to bring him on the show later on, possibly. Whispers Williams, and uh, he hears everything about. He knows nothing about the first round of the draft. He, he think that's thinks that's all a farce, right? It's more Just like smokescreen. Yeah, no, you got it. He's more like into these hidden gems, you know, yeah. guys that you don't expect playing at smaller schools around the country that don't really rise right to the cream, you know. All right, so he's going to join us later on, you're saying? I'm Whispers gonna, Williams. I got his try. number. He gave it to me. I'm going to try to call him. Yeah. See, see if he can come on because, uh, you know, this is already in the past now. We heard the Luby's brilliant analysis of the draft. I don't like any picks. None. <laughs> but that's the first round. These are, We're talking about the later rounds, like the secret gems. First round, it's true. I mean, it plays out. And you can even ask the French handicapper, Luc Belair. Yes. About the first round of the draft. <laughs> but uh, anyway, and he likes a horse today, right, Luke Belair? Yeah. Doesn't he like a horse in the... In the uh, Oaks, yeah, past the Champagne. Of course. <laughs> of course he would. But, uh, yeah, the first round, what? A third of the guys don't turn out to be anything. A third of the guys turn out to have uh, pretty good careers. And a third of the guys turn out to be really good. And some of them turn So, out. I mean, they, you can't be any more hit or miss. Some of them end up in prison, you know, some of the first rounders. Well, that's an encouraging thought, but <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> Is that what Whispers Williams uh, passed along to you to put out there on the show today with your draft analysis? Uh, okay. That some of them end up in prison. Well, <laughs> said Jersey Kyle Martinez Some on of the, the guys... Depot Show, 940 wins, 1230 The Zone. And all around the world, people heard that on the iHeartRadio app. Some of the guys that uh, this Whispers Williams was talking about last night have already done time. Well, and that would be an important criteria, I would think, if I was picking a player. All right, uh, we're going to come back with more. We'll see if we can dig up this Whispers Williams. Kate Bradar later on in the Kentucky Derby. Jersey has his pick. He's two for two the last two years. One paying 130, what was it, 134 and change, and then uh, an 1860 mutual. Very nice. You'll take that anytime. The professor uh, has uh, great insight into these college players. Studies that like no tomorrow. And uh, he'll be on with us as well. Len Robbins from the New York Extra on the weird reaction from the New York Giant fans when they were stunned. They were in stunned silence. That was the pick that left everybody's jaw down to the ground there. And uh, they were looking around going, who, who that, man? <laughs> like they were Saints fans. <laughs> and the Gambling Gourmet, Mike Mayo, later on, on uh, the many things that are happening, including the Derby and food. Back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. It's 6.38.
Malikalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright NFL draft day. That's the Florida greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Tango Vialoa is our quarterback. He'll be throwing touchdowns and he'll never get sacked. Malikalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright NFL draft day. <laughs> Enjoy your trip to work with lots of laughs, thanks to Defo and Luby. Now on the Defo Show. Nothing like it being trackside here at Gulfstream Park. A deal Volkswagen Degenerate Friday is underway. Jeff DeForest, we have our draft expert, Mike Luby Lubitz, uh, trying to get a hold of his Whispers Williams on the later rounds of the draft. The guy is absolutely just rock solid when it comes to analyzing all of the possibilities, especially, I mean, uh, you're not even talking about sleepers here. We're talking about like a Japanese sleeper hole, like Dr. Jerry Graham brought back from Japan when he was wrestling for Vince McMahon. McMahon! And they were trying to decide whether that was even a legal maneuver because it came, of course, from a foreign country. And then, you know, the argument was uh, in favor of it that uh, if you're going to allow the foreign object to be part of the wrestling circuit, then how can you take these foreign maneuvers out? And uh, sure enough, I mean, this guy is finding uh, double secret probation sleepers. Whispers Williams are uh, going to join us later on on the program. Kate and Bradar on the Kentucky Derby. That's uh, always refreshing to have somebody that actually knows something on the show. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, a legitimate guest, you know. I mean, this guy Williams, I meet him at a bar last night. He sounded like he was a little bit, you know, out there, but. You know, what the heck? I mean, he seemed to know some players from, like, you If he was hanging out with you at a bar and you're saying he seemed like he was a little bit out there? Yeah. He had to be gone, my friend. I mean, no <laughs> need for a standing eight count. That's it. He's waving it off. Richard Steele's absolutely right. This thing has to come to a stop. 249, round number three. While he was looking up at the TV, they had ESPN on there, you know, and he was looking up at it and saying, well, where's this guy and where's that? And they're not mentioning this. Guy. And he had a whole list of these guys that. He thinks Kuiper is uh, completely out of his mind and a fraud, whispers Williams. Did he say that to you? Yeah, and he said that, you know, some of these guys just go to the, you know, the, the cream of the crop, basically. You know, they don't look down in some of these smaller schools where, you know, I mean, guys have come out of, you know, smaller schools, not so well known, and they've done great in the NFL. What stimulant besides uh, just uh, raw energy was Lewis Riddick on and uh, Booger McBooger? <laughs> they made Kuiper sound like he was doing Shakespeare. Wherefore art thou, Romeo? Did so- you catch that, Luby? If anybody was going to criticize you, I've been criticized for talking too fast. Hey, I was going to call in, but I couldn't hear the number. Huh? <laughs> No, but I mean, I've been criticized for that, too. My dad used to tell me, hey, slow it down a tick, which uh, maybe I have over the years just because my mind has slowed down several times. (laughs) (laughs) I'm speaking much more authoritatively and slowly, but... uh, were those guys, did you watch any of that, Luby? I mean, uh, you had to feel good about uh, your pace and the cadence of your sportscasting and the way that you deliver all of these different soliloquies of yours on the draft because uh, you could not understand what Riddick... And uh, he may as well have been Riddick Bowe analyzing the draft after taking several haymakers from Holyfield in the third fight. And then uh, Booger McFarland uh, there, I mean, seems like a nice enough guy. Seems like a likable guy, right? And you don't like to see a guy get shot down. He's on Monday Night Football. Next thing you know, he's opening the door there for uh, Brian Greasy. Nice. (laughs) Mr. Greasy, would you like a sandwich? Okay, I'll go downstairs and get you. I mean, mean, they really turned this guy into a low-level schmank, but they put him on the on the broadcast last night on the uh, secondary network, because obviously the big guys, Luby, I mean, does that tell you what your status is? 
When you have the big guys, well, you know what? Uh, you know, we're putting Jimmy Cephalo on WIOD. Default, why don't you man, uh, you know, our uh, mini FM station that goes out of a transmitter that uh, we have of a, a mo- moving vehicle. So you think at this corporate meeting when they were discussing Mr. Booger McFarland, that well, somebody in the board meeting, somebody in the room said, yeah, we're going to have to make him a low-level schmank. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, did you notice, I mean, the pace uh, of their delivery, Luby, uh, was, uh, I mean, it was overwhelming after a while. Uh, the guy was foaming at the mouth. I mean, uh, you would have thought they were going to have to administer some kind of CPR, maybe a Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> the way these guys were just, I mean, throwing up all over themselves, over every pick. And you're absolutely right with that uh, Penny Sewell thing, which uh, I was kind of hoping by the time they came around to the Dolphins that even though it seemed like a stiff, that was the subject of one of our deal Volkswagen, the Forest Files. And then you ripped off the same idea, didn't you? And said that Sewell would be the prudent pick there because at least you're getting a guy that that you think is going to be a lock. I'm uh, with John Kajemi, who was on our Dolphin Digest there. Not Dolphin Digest. What are we calling this thing? We can't steal that name. There is a Dolphin Digest. Yeah, no, I don't know what. Dolphin Insiders? Sorry, Tom Curtis, man. He started this whole thing. He had them all, too. I mean, he was a master of the uh, local football team publications. I don't know what you. Tom Curtis. Is that what you called it, the Dolphin Insider yesterday? Was that it? Dateline Dolphins. Dateline. There you go. Can we get some kind of Dateline thing working in there, Luby? Oh, the music, yeah, for sure. I didn't realize that's what we were calling it until it started, so. I wasn't How many people out there? Show of hands. Uh, you're in traffic on the Palmetto. That was a hideous-looking accident. looked like it was going to block up. Did you see that congestion there on 95 going north? When was around, this? Uh, you might have entered the highway uh, you know, subsequent to where that accident was. Uh, commercial Boulevard, right around Commercial. I got on there, right on Commercial. That's where. Oh, I you did? Down. Did you see what was going on on the north side? I did not. I just uh, I was blind to the north side. I was heading south, and I was heading there fast because I didn't want to be late, so I was gunning it. Pretty you, good. You've changed though. Ever since I have to say this, maybe this is attributable to uh, your new happiness and romance. But ever since uh, you've been with the lovely Karen, you're no longer like a guy that was saying, right, Luby? Hey, is Kyle there? <laughs> <laughs> You're not Mr. 5950. You don't show up doing the theme music, which is particularly annoying to anybody that, uh, you know, is considered a professional in this business, my friend. Right. Well, I never considered myself that <laughs> or anything like it, but uh, but it's it's nice to be here, and I'm glad I made it on time. Yeah, I'm getting here a little earlier. I, I have done that. I've moved the alarm back a little bit. So. All right. So, and uh, we are getting some steam on this uh, July 4th weekend celebration in Vegas, the yes. 70th birthday celebration. Um, and, and I just had a, you know, a, a real screwy notion here that, that maybe it's time I pulled Karen aside when, when we're out there. Yes. And uh, just tell her. I mean, now you're setting yourself up for a fall. You know, you're a lovely young lady. <laughs> Man is a loser. No. <laughs> Very nice. He's gonna break your heart again. I think she uh, already knows uh, what I am. You know, I mean, what if she snaps one day and realizes what you did to her the first time? <laughs> Don't you think, Luby? Should I pull her aside? Are, are you uh, on the fence still? No, you're out for Vegas, right? You got a bar mitzvah in May. Is that uh, the uh, yes? It, that was, it was the financial considerations. The only thing that would hold me up. Oh, financial um, consideration. Wh- who but we're about to sign about? all these big new deals. I mean, uh, we're going to be uh, rolling in dough, kid. Yeah, big deal. Big, big. <laughs> Until I see Big that thing here. in the bank Big account, deals. I don't. I don't. I'm going to take it. the first half of your uh, deal on that, uh, your share on that, and uh, buy you a ticket to Vegas. No From matter a, how this, expensive, Mr. Big over here, a guy who's sitting. Notice up, it's going to be his share that I. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Mr. Big, Mr. Big sitting over here at a plastic table with a T-shirt that he got from some cigar company. I don't know what he's. <laughs> what, yeah, with sneakers that have holes in them. I mean, uh, Mr. Big. Yeah, we're signing big deal. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, you don't have to look the part. <laughs> if you have the kind of confidence where you know that, uh, you know, you, you've made it a solid life for yourself, uh, you, know, you don't have to worry about what other people That's think. That's become a very favorite shirt of yours, too, because I've noticed you've had it on for a few days. I mean, can you please throw that No, we got up? our uh, shirts. We're going to be selling them uh, fully vaccinated with a syringe as an exclamation point. Yes. Marty the Party Sachs and I are now partners on this thing. We're going to give a, a very small portion of the proceeds to uh, charities, various charities. A small portion. Very how small. small. <laughs> I don't know. How small is small? Like, <laughs> Like the first shirts, profits, that's, that's it. That's very nice. You and Marty. Well, we're party. trying to develop a Vegas fund. Let's be honest about that. If we can pick up a few dime selling T-shirts that say fully vaccinated. You I got some comments. I wore it for the first time yesterday in Publix after the tennis match. The fully vaccinated yeah, I mean, T-shirt. A lot of looks. You know, when you get the looks, how many T-shirts really get a look? I mean, unless you got like a naked woman on there, rarely does anybody notice what anybody else is doing anymore. Right. People are ready just to come to blows because you picked up the oatmeal before they did. <laughs> They don't fight. notice what's on your shirt, that you have, like, a Qualman shirt on. Fight in aisle three. Fight in <laughs> aisle three. Anyway, we have those for sale. Uh, we'll give you uh, some kind of detail as to how you can acquire one. How much are one of those I shirts? got a box of them in the car. How uh, much do those shirts cost? I well, mean, we're trying to get 24 them plus shipping. <laughs> They're not threadbare like those ones you get three for $10 in the Bahamas. Remember that? Are they you put it in a washing machine once and it would fall completely apart. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm, You'd have a giant ball of yarn. You just roll it out of the washing machine and give it to your cat. I'm in big fear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in big fear that anything I purchase from you and Marty the party may end up falling. No, the party is a quality businessman. Me, <laughs> me, that's naturally suspect. You know, you got to look who your friends are. If he's hanging around with you, he might be a little suspicious there, Marty. All right, stay on topic here. This Jalen Waddle, what do you think? Why? Right, we're, we're coming back. <laughs> I told Jimmy Ross you were going to have a song, and I actually predicted before the draft that this was going to be the guy. I, I know uh, we were pushing uh, Panay Sewell, who I, I don't really know that much about, but the clips of everybody, I mean, they all look great in, in the films, do they not? Sure. Every quarterback looks like he's a stud. Every lineman, it's like uh, they just put a bulldozer out there in front of this you know, offense that he was you. helping control and uh, paving, literally paving guys yeah. into uh, the grass there. I mean, they were like six feet deep. They were getting buried. And uh, everybody looks great. But uh, this Waddle uh, guy, I, I don't know, I started to think his versatility was going to appeal to the Dolphins, who haven't had a big play since Jonathan Ogden ran that punt back. Yes. Uh, to uh, stave off going 0-16. All right, we have, we have to run. Uh, Luby's screaming at us. Yes. Uh, we're out here at Trackside Gulfstream Park. Kentucky Derby is tomorrow. That's going to be huge. That, that is the single greatest wagering opportunity you could have in any calendar year. So pay attention, people. Kate and Braid are in the 7 o'clock hour on the Derby. Back with more. Whispers Williams still trying to find his guy. He must be loaded from last night. Back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. I don't think you could get greater insight into the latter rounds of the draft than we will get later on on the show. It is 6.54. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 